Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Ballers in Pajamas podcast. The first leg fixtures of the round of 16 in the Champions League are done and dusted. We've got some expected results like Juve losing Juve losing to Porto and a few upsets like PSG defeating a depleted Barca squad. So today we'll be previewing the second leg fixtures and we are at full strength on the panel today. So let's go ahead without any further ado. Juventus losing to Porto. Now we've got to discuss this. Anyone take a lead on this? Juventus Porto. Yes, yes, I can take the lead on this. I mean, I even watched that game. So <laughs> uh, the main thing which everyone was telling after the game was uh, both the goals came very early in both the halves. So first goal they conceded at the very first minute or second minute, and then at the forty seventh minute again they conceded a goal. and yeah. uh, they the defense was not up to the mark at all i mean uh, kolesevski started in front with ronaldo but mm. we all know ronaldo plays all over the place left right and center and kolesevski cannot adjust to that so morata right. should have been the ideal guy to start along with ronaldo but right. uh, that didn't happen and uh, that uh, really showed a lack of uh, you know attacking firepower in the team so i mean that's what my analysis on that because uh, their defense is shaky we all know that even if they have the quality players it is shaky at the moment and uh, easily any team can uh, make a you know case out of that and uh, we can even see in the league as well they are fourth or fifth right now uh, that is purely because of the defensive issues yeah so how much would you credit this defeat to pirlo would how how would it go back would it go back if it does Yes, of course. You, you you are the manager, so you you will have to take it straight. Whatever yeah. the outcome is, outcome is uh, you have to go give it to the manager because uh, first of all, starting uh, the forward as I discussed earlier, uh, that didn't make any sense. Uh, secondly, the defense could have been better tactically. Uh, they were just uh, going and sitting back at the moment, like at times. they were not going ahead and you know creating some sort of pressure or creating a high line or at times so if you create yeah. basically high line on the other team they will get under pressure and then you have a really good chance of scoring goals so once you are 2-1 behind if you put a little bit of high press i know it is very risky but they could have done that and uh, but there there are many things that they could have done but this is one of the things that they should have done yeah so who do you think was juventus's best player on that day We, I mean, we could easily pick the worst, but Juventus's best player was Ronaldo. Obviously, man, he goes there. He's the he's. Right. The I wanted to hear that. Yeah. I wanted the confirmation that he had put in his full effort because he does. You're not gonna. Single time he does. Yeah, yeah. So it's not you can't really say this was because of Ronaldo and what on around that. So Ronaldo has given his best, and yet Juventus are losing the game. So that means things have to change. Things happen. Who do you see against the again the pressure goes on to Ronaldo to score again in the second half and make a case of <laughs> you know the clutch player again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he always does, right? So would you would you see this result being overturned? I mean, with Cristiano, I mean everybody would could see easily, this result being easily, overturned. Easily, but... it can be easily overturned, but uh, they have to step up again and uh, put up a good show for that. Right. Right. But I mean, credit to Porto. I mean, they, they've played fantastic on the night. They've they've yeah. thoroughly deserved their result. It's not like people say it's an upset or anything of of such. I mean, they've played good football and they deserve their win. 
right because yeah good football always gives you the result man because and yeah. they did it on that night so they truly deserve it right right so uh, next we move on to dortmund and sevilla now uh, we have to talk about erling haaland i mean he is the next generation superstar so uh, so dortmund and sevilla guys 3-2 yeah yeah i'll take this one i mean it's a simple case of attacking overpowering overpowering the defense people right. say that you win a, a league or something like that then you have a champion defense but in this case the attack was so good that sevilla could not do anything yeah. sevilla sevilla have been the best in terms of defense after atletico madrid in la liga hmm. but in this case they could not handle the power of erling haaland he is just the once in a generation this is a generational player who can create something from nothing he's the ronaldo definitely. of our generation the messi yeah. of our generation i mean that that definitely taking over the football ethos i was just reading a statistic that sevilla haven't haven't considered a goal in seven games prior to this game and then they meet erling haaland yeah. and three <laughs> so that is some yeah. caliber player one more problem that sevilla had was they do not score that much right they are kind of like atletico they score one goal two goals that's it they they are satisfied with scoring one goal and sitting back and defending but you you cannot do that in when you are in playing against a team like dortmund who wants to score goals their main focus is just scoring goals they like we first score goals and then help with it but most of the sevilla squad was still of that uh, last year squad Right, this Jules Koundé. Yeah. I mean, he's very highly touted this defender. This yeah, Jules Koundé is in terms of Sevilla. He is one of the most scouted defense player. Yeah, in, yeah. We've got some links uh, linking him to after Opamecano and Koundé. He is the next best thing in terms of defense. Yeah, and but they're also comparing him to Sergio Ramos and so with his leadership, right? Yeah, in terms of goal, he scored a very good goal. recently in la liga it was actually right. very dumb in terms of defender scoring goal that was actually very good right he is just one player football is a is a team sport so right. 11 11 versus 11 hmm even to me they lost very, but correct 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 it's very easy i mean when you know uh, dortmund hit their stride it's very easy for the uh, result and all but how do you think jaden sancho performed on this day and jaden sancho at the start of the season he did not have a good He did not start well, but he's speaking of his pace, he's providing assists. He right. has a very good relationship with Haaland. He he links yeah. up well with Haaland. Right. So I think that partnership is is I think one of the best in Bundesliga. Yeah, and they provide assists, goals. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the he provides the defensive solidity that. Right, right. They, I mean, this Dortmund team is not as bad as it looked after you watched the Sevilla game, but obviously it has its cracks, and uh, uh, we know where the this thing is. Yeah. Right. So uh, uh, next, we're moving on to uh, PSG and Barcelona. Now, I know Nihar would yeah. want to go. Nihar? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I will uh, talk about some points why Barcelona screwed up that day, yeah. bringing in a 34-year-old experienced defender after five months Sorry. of no team activity will backfire. Absolutely. Rare rate Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, but you got to accept that PK didn't make direct mistakes, but his involvement in the defense actually resulted in those mistakes because obviously he, there won't be any chemistry, right? Right. 
and uh, yeah and one more thing uh, the forwards then see messi is a person who won't backtrack to defend like how griezmann does yeah so that and apart from that even dembele's defensive duties that they were awful pretty awful and that's one of the reason why mbappe got so much space to move forward yeah because of dembele's reluctance to come back and defend and i don't know what happened to him that day because previous some games he was pretty good he was like tracking mm. back the ball he was good Hmm. Like because of your two players of yours are not tracking back, so you are going to leave a space ahead. I mean, right for the opposition to come through. And right. Barca is a team who can't handle high press well. They can create that, but they really can't handle a team which is pressing high. And yeah. Mbappe got the pace and the space, and the, you know Barca doesn't have a central defense at all. Proper central defense combo. Longley hmm. is low on confidence, and Pique, as I told, and they should have played. Uh, Mosi Keane for that offside in the for the second goal, but he stayed on. He let Keane when I mean, he made that goal count, and uh, and he had to appreciate Mbappe's class that day. I mean, he's quick, he's uh, accurate. I mean, he's pretty good. So I could actually say Mbappe made the difference, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and so I think I'm the second leg won't change the outcome of that time. My Barca might win, maybe two one or two to draw also, but mm-hmm. I definitely pace their progress because Barca is not in a state where they can. Mount a comeback at any cost. So definitely PSG yeah. are to the quarters, and Barca just can try to earn the respect back by winning away. That's it. Yeah. So I'll 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 take the similar amount of questioning I did to Shubham now. How how much would you credit this loss to Lionel Messi as a player? Is he responsible for any of it? Yes. Did he give his best? Yeah, I would like to say see. Uh, yeah, that as you all said, the football is not a team, not individual sport anymore. It's a team sport. And Messi is way past his dribbling days. I mean, he really can't dribble the perfect opposition players and to create or to score. I mean, he his pace is reducing. That's evident with the age he's catching up. And yeah, that day as I told, PSG is playing a very good high defense. So Barca were actually unable to get hold of the ball. And by the time they tried to get hold of the ball, the tie is already fixed. And PSG didn't even try to kill the tie. But eventually they got their fourth goal anyway. But uh, still, yeah. later minutes before the goal, Barca were trying to give it all. But still, PSG scored. I mean, Barca yeah, were trying Mbappe to dominate, was... but PSG scored. I mean, anyway, Mbappe yeah. was good. That's what I'm saying. Mbappe made the he entire defense for that. He right. was fantastic, and I really think he made the proper foundation for Real Madrid to come and buy him up. I mean, what else is better for Real Madrid for some, I mean, someone scoring hat trick at Camp Nou? Huh. Right. I mean, there was this little chat between him and Pochettino prior to the game, and he was asking how how do you feel about winning in. Uh, Barcelona and Camp Nou, and he said, "Yeah, I'm going to looking forward to it." And he did respond on the day, didn't he? Such a fantastic performance from him. Audition. But if for fans the... were there in the stadium, he would have got an an ovation. I suppose and, definitely, yeah, Barca definitely. fans would acknowledge that performance because yeah. no other player scored a hat trick at Camp in Champions League right. knockouts. Right. So that so, calls yeah, for something. Uh, yeah. So speaking about the coach here, uh, as Barca fans, were you surprised seeing Pique on the on the score uh, on the team sheet? Were you surprised at all, or were you like, okay, this rather is than good. surprised, I felt disgusted a bit. I mean, I knew it; it's coming. I mean, I mean, see the all the mind games before the match. Pique might start. Yeah, Pique is a big figure, but you should you should play Pique to your strengths, right? Not the opposition strengths. Because keeping Pique in actually compromised the backline's performance. Though individually he tried his best, I feel because coming back after that long, he really did win. But his presence actually screwed up the defense. That's what I felt. Hmm. One of the reason why Barca considered so many goals, I guess. Maybe they should have if gone PK, with Umtiti. Yeah, if PK wasn't start, I was just gonna ask if PK wasn't starting, who was gonna start? Umtiti is it? That's the problem. Umtiti and Umtiti 
whenever he played recently Barca considered minimum two goals the last two months so when I get it I mean see Kimmich doesn't have choices because in January also he pleaded the board to sign Eric Garcia for at least five million he literally yeah. pleaded the board board yeah. were like I mean they are pretty stupid I don't get it why I mean, I mean they need they knew that Barca needed defender and the elections are getting postponed so they have to they should have acted then because Barca really don't except for the Ronald we don't have anyone else and he was pretty good and he was injured. Yeah. Rest of them, you saw Longley. I said he is not performing to the standard, and uh, PK out from injuries. Untreated doctor said that he'll never be in the best physical shape he ever had. Right. So they should have looked into it, but I mean, it's so, I mean, it's fine anyway because Barca doesn't have money. So, in economical point of view, you can defend that decision. Right. And the entire season is going to be like this. I mean, like they will. So, so looking goals, into the but... future, uh, looking into the future, do you see a future for Frankie De Jong in the midfield? Do you do you envision yeah. him in the midfield of Barcelona? Because he didn't he's play well. Stay, yeah. One match you can't say he didn't play well, right? In January himself, he scored some five six goals. No, I, I was saying he, he did, did play. Well. Yeah, no, see, I point is, even if not as a yeah yeah, because even if not as a midfielder, he can actually play as a defender. Yeah, make him defender for some games if required. Because actually, he did play as a defense against Sevilla, I suppose, the last week knockout time. So. Right. So yeah, De Jong is going to be the future of the midfield. He's very young, right? right. And I don't think so. Barca right. will send him off because they knew that how the problem are when they have to. So why would they let go of a young one? Right. I mean, we have to. I mean, for the last point on the Barcelona forefront, we have to discuss about uh, discuss about Griezmann here. I mean, what is going on? Is he? Is he? I mean, his status. What do you feel as a fan? Should Griezmann be given more time? Is he underperforming? Uh, he I'll tell you one thing. See, right now in 2021, he is the player with most goals plus assist contributions than any other planet in than any other player on in Europe. Right, more than anyone he have in this year. Right, so really can't blame him for anything. He's trying his best. It will take some time to adjust. Whatever it is, he's trying his best. Some days it works. Sometimes it didn't work. Right, it right. won't work. So you're a staunch, you're staunchly supporting Griezmann's stance here. Griezmann is here See, to stay. See, I'll tell you, even I support Braithwaite. So yeah, Braithwaite is not a Barca type player, but at least the guy is working hard. I mean, I won't expect him to start, but fine. I would like to be at the club because he's working hard to earn a place. I'm guessing that's Plus, not your take on Osman Dembele as well. Or is it? Yeah, because even he's working hard, right? I mean, see, after Kiman came, how many, so he played for 12 yeah, consecutive sure games, which included two 120 minutes. I mean, that is, in his Barcelona career, that's the lengthiest stretch he ever had. And right now, he got injured too, and there are no signs of any discomfort in his knee or something. And he stepped up because he knew that if not now, he can't make it again. So he is stepping up. He's showing commitment. See, if a player is showing commitment, you should acknowledge that. Right. That's my I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised by this take because I thought you would say, yeah, uh, Dembele uh, should be in the bench or something like that. I was expecting an answer no, of such. No, I'll just say, as long as a player is committed to the club, he's trying to work hard to earn a place on in the X side. doesn't matter what his potential is, what his skill is, what his finishing is. It doesn't matter. If he's trying, working hard to improve, that's fine. I mean, he should get enough opportunities. Same thing. Yeah. Stand by that. See, even I'm st- standing with Braithwaite. I know he's not a Barca type player. I know he will be like out of the rest of the out from the rest of the players. I know he is less marketable, whatever it is. But the guy uh, tries working hard to earn a spot. So that's what I appreciate. And yeah, I mean, I won't want him to start every match, but still, I would like to have him on bench at least for some matches. Right. Yeah. I like. So, I, mean, I like to count. I like to counter one point. What Nihar said. So uh, saying about you can't really blame Griezmann, but uh, see he had a he had a lovely January. He scored goals, no doubt. But when it had mattered the most and up to Griezmann's standards, he should have taken two three chances which were 
brought to him i mean they were like not so difficult i mean these these small small chances i mean these small things matter a lot i mean if he would have scored those one or two goals the tie would have been completely different maybe psg's approach to the game would have completely different or barcelona every would have been more confident every player has an off every player it was not an off but it had to be mattered the most in this game right it was his standards like he is antoine griezmann bro he's taken the number 7 jersey you understand that level he was a top 3 ballon d'or three times two three to three or four times i mean it One is time. obviously no he was there two to three times i can One prove it when he was there after neymar no but but still credit to i mean he is a fantastic player he is a fantastic player he is a fantastic player has a point and it is not told hmm. he had a completely off season he had a off season he had a completely off season last year i just told you he had the most goals in 2021 yeah so i mean you can't say it's as an off season right february right i mean we're just one month february is not even done yeah so still see right now he is the having most contribution i mean how can you say he's not playing good i mean he's doing good he's trying his best right now also considering the fact barcelona were very lucky with the first goal very very lucky they got the I means we are went in their favor and awarded them that penalty or else it would have made matters a lot more worse so nihar let me I mean, let me put put this question to you i mean who would you start as a front three for barcelona right now the same thing messi griezmann and dembele you have to look for the best options you have Ancelotti is injured. Bradford is, as I told you, not the starter, efficient starter which the club can afford. And uh, who are the other wingers? We can't really <coughs> keep Pedri and such so, an engagement. So would you? So would you change your front three if, if let's say, Haaland joins? Who would you? Who would you take them out? The only way Haaland is joining. Uh, see, who will leave? I mean, see, if you consider the present contractual obligations of every player right now, Griezmann is committed for so long, and even the rumors are coming. Dembele is willing to commit to Barcelona. because he's very pretty happy with the medical staff he's working with and he's he wants to aim more at barcelona and messi is the only one who is leaving so what do barcelona have but what does the barcelona have the financial strength to purchase haland because he will be over 100 for sure that's the thing you have to worry in june i mean the you don't know what might happen in june what yeah, about that is for the new board right? to worry about and yeah that's yeah. a board to worry about what if yeah. they get in new sponsors that's a different thing again We can't really say it from right now. See, but in order, in order to purchase Haaland, they will need to sell. Uh, they are going to sell Putin, uh, Dembele, so... and Griezmann. No, they yeah, yeah, that is there. But the market, see, the market value currently, the market value for Putin and Dembele are very, very less. Yeah, very yeah, they're not going to sell for Dembele. Dembele is twenty. One, one twenty. I think one twenty or one thirty. They were both bought at some some point, I guess. And now, I guess Dembele is valued at just forty forty five, and Putin is valued at same, at around same price. So I think they need to cover up the financial losses also first. And if Messi is leaving, the Bar- Barcelona think... should buy, go and buy a defender first and absolutely. buy an attacker. Couldn't absolutely, they have aging absolutely. defenders. Absolutely, because they don't have yeah, because PK, PK, PK is on the verge. PK is on the verge of, uh, I guess, uh, retire, leaving or retiring. PK and... told the possible presidential candidate he will retire after next season. So next season, as in twenty two. Yes. Okay. So that's a different thing to worry about for the Barcelona board, not us, because it depends on the money income. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, leave it to them. And with so Messi of the yeah. Messi of the wage bill, they can afford to get a world class player and afford to pay his wages too, right? Right. Yep. I mean, so let's just, see uh, to that. Just switching to uh, PSG here, we have lots to discuss about the potential of this team here. I mean, Kylian Mbappe, we've already talked about him in length. 
he's a future ballon d'or winner and you know torch bearer of the football definitely 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 so what do you think of verati's performance I and mean, he was so good on the night i mean he was fantastic 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 i mean i was reading some tweets of uh, a few journalists who were actually uh, like comparing him with the iniesta's performance like he was yeah, like I mean, he, he was, was really he just good. played at exactly like iniesta how iniesta yeah. performed the night against psg in the sixth one when exactly the same way he performed yeah and yeah he I mean, was brilliant in the midfield over there to expose barca's defense i mean yeah, and the way the PSG, Mbappe, yeah with the way the the midfield lines up i mean with parades and goy doing all the hard work i mean verati gets all the time in the world to show his magic and yeah he was yes of course of course yes and of course i will give credits to moise keen also i mean very underrated striker and coming from everton and uh, not known and he played a wonderful wonderful game like he right. deserved that goal he deserved that goal and he had two three more opportunities but i feel he had a wonderful game otherwise i mean we have to say i mean this is a neymar less team so i mean with neymar and di maria yeah, even di maria neymar both the prime players right so the final question on this uh, whole discussion would be is this a psg that could win a champions league yes or no your take might be same thing i mean yeah even they reached final last year but uh, yeah it depends he really can't say one team is outright favorite to win the championship so we can't really say that because anything can porto can right. score juventus anything can score no. anything nihar you you can say that man city is a favorite to win champions league every year i mean they somehow find ways to screw it up see but, they were one of the favorites not exactly the outright favorite to win the yeah, man city yeah. is outright favorite to win the premier league this season now right so but right. outright that's there will be no outright winners in champions always like three four teams competing for it simple as that so, so yeah psg are among one of them yeah definitely yeah. after yeah. the performance at camp they are and they still don't have neymar and di mario in the squad that day so definitely they are going to be a force to reckon with along with the uh, bayern atletico city some good yeah. squads are out there yeah so moving on to our uh, last fixture that was played uh, liverpool and leipzig i mean i mean look liverpool won 2-0 there's a lot to discuss but leipzig underperformed on the day Jahan Yeah I mean see Leipzig what they did was I guess they just maybe had were overconfident of seeing Liverpool's uh, current form in the Premier League and I feel they felt uh, they could hold for hold for a goalless draw but unfortunately that didn't work out I mean yeah. Liverpool got two crucial away goals but but seeing I would still not rule Leipzig out of the tie of course because they are very well capable of coming back i mean we could see uh, when they lost against man united uh, five goals to nil and how they came back in the return leg and they beat them and knocked them knocked united out of the champions league and it yeah. was, there was a that was a very very different approach to what yeah. they played yeah. in the loss so came in and, and shoo the team away so that was yeah and of course like uh, considering the you uh, liverpool's defense also and they don't have like any proper center backs and uh, they are currently underperforming including yeah. their midfield in, including the midfield and unfortunately as i see jordan henderson also uh, yeah, yeah, moving yeah. out Current injured, this, uh, so Liverpool Everton yeah. game and Henderson yeah, so, game, so yes, and it is a huge impact because he is a leader of the team and he knows the team in and out and the leadership will also matter. So I think it is a good opportunity for Leipzig to capitalize over here and on Liverpool's uh, Liverpool's entire morale. And I can see 
and not a win but i could see liverpool leipzig taking this to extra time at least yeah yeah because very very much possible you know to hit the two goals considering allison yeah yeah also allison allison also is completely underperforming i mean the goof ups he is doing i mean giving away goals is not acceptable up to his standards i mean current last year the last season he was the almost the number one goalkeeper and uh, obviously you can't afford to make such mistakes i mean they are the current champions they they were the current world champions in the club world cup also they had the champions league with them also they won the prem with alison winning the golden glove yeah so i think up to his standards it is not acceptable for what errors he is doing so yeah i guess yeah. leipzig can could capitalize on the second leg and of course yeah. seeing liverpool's home current home form so they can easily capitalize yeah 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 i was just i was just uh, watching this uh, meme the other day uh, your uh, klopp was saying how good uh, the liverpool uh, have worked on not letting other teams win at anfield and now it has come to a point uh, where they themselves could, could not win so that was kind of hilarious anyway yeah i mean i mean i have seen a very atrocious meme recently like <laughs> it is very difficult to score at anfield even liverpool are not able to yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> kind of like that so yeah so moving on to the uh, other fixtures quickly here Uh, we have not yet finished our full quota of the first leg fixtures so we'll just discuss about them uh, real madrid atlanta i'm just i'm just waiting for this guys madrid absolutely atlanta. absolutely atlanta are a very very tricky side to beat i mean we know how dangerous can they can be uh, they have uh, beaten they they had beat i don't know who they beat they beat they have beaten juventus very uh, by three goals to one like not once but many times and they are used to make upsets they have beaten inter milan they have beaten ac milan but yeah they can also be like if they lose also they lose big but seeing all current real madrid's current situation also you don't know what kind of form they are going to play next मेडिकल रूम राइट नाउ सो दैट इज the that is the main thing so <laughs> if even if uh, we have around uh, a lot of players in the medical room we still have a good squad inside the pitch and uh, the form about real madrid is of one game itself so it never continues like it continued 3 years back so after that there hasn't been a continuous streak of wins uh, apart from the last time uh, last 10 games that we won in the la liga last year so uh, real has never been consistent but when it comes to clutch games they do put up a good show and uh, i am 50 50 on this game basically being a real fan also i am not that hopeful because last yeah. two teams we have been knocked out in the round of 16 and uh, yeah also that two at home biggest, both, both, biggest win for me both. if we reach quarter final it will be like winning ucl <laughs> for me right now <laughs> Yeah, big yeah, but see, they are screwing it up. They are, they are screwing it up big time at home in Champions League this season. And not this season also, but last two seasons, if you see Ajax knocked them out miserably, and also last season, if you see Manchester United like finish the tie at the Bernabeu itself by scoring two away crucial goals. Do you remember that? Exactly. <laughs> It's completely gone now, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is gone. But I'm saying about the Real Madrid team. I mean, they were shattered. I mean, they won the, with the same Ajax team. The Real Madrid had beaten them at like a playing away. So this was yeah. the first season without Ronaldo, right? I mean, is that correct? Yeah, that was the first season without same Ronaldo. Ajax then yeah. Juventus too, I guess that season. Yeah. So moving on to the next fixture, City and Borussia Mönchengladbach. I mean, look, easy, City, isn't it? Yeah, it is easy because they always get easy ties. That is a personal <laughs> opinion based on facts. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I agree. I agree to that. So yeah, yeah I City can. City, yeah, man. I mean, no one can deny that. When Pep denies that they're having tough ties, it should. Just I be see. Bad. I see a you. I see a huge win coming up. Yeah. So yeah. No, I don't see huge win. I see just a narrow win. I don't know. City doesn't perform like all out in Champions League knockouts. No, City will see City are a team like currently they are wanting to finish the opponent in the first tie itself. They don't want to keep it anything for the second tie. See, the worst thing about City team is like if they played very, very average on very below par hmm. performance, they end up winning 2-0. So, I mean, that is some True. you know greatness. So you know, City is winning this tie eventually, it doesn't matter. Even if they lose the first time by chance, that too. But no point mm. of you know Borussia to come back. I really don't see them going at all. Nope, not at all. They are a very defensive side, and they are very easy to be like countered. They can yeah. easily be countered, and their defense can be opened up very easily. So I mean, yeah, I mean, City would walk away with it essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it should is, be a. It, and, it should be a obviously as, And Shubham said they'll get another easy tie in the round of in the quarters as well, and yeah, they'll go to semis and then what? What? Hopefully, <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless unless Bayern Munich comes up. <laughs> no, no, no. The problem with City is they handle the big teams very well. See, Real Madrid they finished it in away leg, but when it comes to the small teams or the underdogs, they screw up. Spurs, Monaco before and uh, last season they were not good with some pretty small club like Lyon, right? Leipzig, 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 no, Leipzig, 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 But Sterling was ruled out versus Spurs. Right. I mean, that is that is so sad, oh. man. Even as a football fan, even, I feel like you know what City should have deserved that victory. That that Tottenham game, that was my god. That was heartbreaking. Mm. But Spurs yeah. are pretty good in the first 20 minutes. I mean, they literally scored three goals. So even you really can't take it from them, though. But yeah, they were pretty good also. Yeah. So uh, we move on to the next fixture here. I mean, City will win this one as we've just discussed. But Bayern Lazio itself also, you know. Easy fixture for yeah, Bayern. Cakewalk, 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 complete yeah, yeah. cakewalk. I feel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Bayern to step up, yeah, but today they lost domestic and they are not exactly yeah, today, the team anymore. Yeah, but, but chances are big. Currently, seeing Lazio, Lazio are never in a state of Champions League mode right now. Never they were in the round of in the group stage also because it was only by one win of uh, Dortmund which they got. After that, they were. They had a seesaw season. He had a seesaw group stage, and also in the Serie, also they are having a mismatch season this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say that. See, considering they are only one point above Juventus, and Juventus will try to go up the table, so they would like to secure a Champions League spot for next season rather than trying hard to punish. Bayern. Also, same thing. Yeah, same thing about uh, Lazio is only one man zero immobile. With that, that that guy performs, Lazio wins. If that doesn't perform, the Lazio is gone. 
right so same thing i think it will be a cake walk for bayern munich considering the fact that yeah. which what yeah. team they and have yeah, i was just oh, watching oh, the team that lost today domestically to uh, eintracht frankfurt and the yeah. team that started was lewandowski started and he scored a goal uh, and then sane on the right and they've got coman on the left and chupor morting yes. as as you know secondary forward i mean this didn't work out so if they're going to go like this and uh, perform then yeah You see, be. underdogs are always there because Eintracht Frankfurt, this team, the Eintracht Frankfurt is there. Then there is Hoffenheim. These both teams know Bayern Munich very well because they, yeah. these both teams have been winning on Anfield also and also basically because I think Hoffenheim have beaten Bayern Munich three three times in the last four games. Right. So yes, on I mean Eintracht Frankfurt, I think this is their second win. I think they had beaten them at Anfield last season and now this again they have won uh, at. at their home this time so bayern they know the fact how bayern munich come and approach the game and they just know which players to deploy and home to exactly mark yeah so i think strength wise yeah. yeah as you said bayern would you know cake walk it yeah i mean i mean this this loss would come up as we know how what bayern munich are capable of when they yeah. perform like when they start performing i mean it is it is like really extremely difficult to stop them they are ruthless they are completely ruthless yeah So yeah, uh, switching to the last game of the Champions League, Chelsea Atletico. We were just discussing about this game prior to recording this uh, uh, this thing, and Jan had some interesting take on it. Jan, Chelsea Madrid, nil nil. Chelsea, Chelsea Atletico Madrid. Uh, yeah, I feel according to me, first leg could be a nil nil draw because uh, Chelsea Tuchel is having a very uh, dif- like different approach uh, to what Lampard had. I mean, Chelsea are of course on a much better position right now to what they were, but the amount of goals they are scoring is not like uh, appropriate, and they are playing I mean, more of a passing style of a game. I think they have a more possession. I mean, yeah, they have like seventy nine, eighty percent possession every game. I mean, they had around thousand passes in one or two games. And in the the this the Tuchel's debut game against Wolves, they had a more than eleven hundred passes, but but the, those eleven hundred passes led to zero goals. So it it, right. it doesn't make sense that way. But coming yeah. to Atletico Madrid, also they are having like a couple of two three games were like uh, like they had a game in hand, which they drew, and uh, currently today they lost to shockingly they lost at home to Levante like. Yes. Uh, Atletico uh, got uh, only five out of the last twelve points available. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but see, yeah. Also, I feel uh, they don't have their current players. Like Joa Felix is not there. I That's guess right. Joa Felix so, yeah, has. Yeah, uh, yeah. We are extremely running out of time, so we'll have to wrap this up. Uh, final yeah. prediction because this is an even tie. I would like to. Sure, 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 sure. I would say one so final prediction on this who's tie. I don't need the score lines. Just tell me who's going through. Atletico because Atletico Atletico Madrid Atletico Madrid will win even if it's over time they will go through because they will have the home advantage I don't want Atletico to win Chelsea <laughs> okay classic Madrid response right uh, so that's it for today's episode we've discussed uh, the Champions League fixtures uh, in detail I mean we'll definitely catch up next week we'll have a lot more action to talk about and uh, yeah see you again for the next one cheers.